Welcome to the Dub Connect. As we are here with another episode of the Dub Connect. Before I get into the greetings, I'm going to do my homework this time. One, I'm going to say what's up to Jackie and let her say what's up to y'all. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see what this homework is and if it is what I think. <laughs> let me tell you where you can find Jackie. All things social at Jackie Ray TV. And you can find me at A.Williams Sports because I am the Sports Connect and you are here with another episode of the Dub Connect. I'm going to I'm going to have to do a round of applause. Y'all Y'all know we always forget to give our social handles right there. So y'all shout out Antonio doing yeah, the thing today, <laughs> doing it today. Now doing it today. I'm owning it. I'm owning yeah. it. I, I'm going to be better, right? You know better. You do better. Mm -hmm. So um, I know we had a little bit of fun in the first segment as we were going into the first segment, I should say. But this is a very, very serious segment as we jump into segment one on the Dove Connect. And as I always say, there are lots of things that are always happening in the W. This, this league is so interesting. Um, I'm very much appreciative of timing, given the fact that you know, people always compare the WNBA to the NBA. Well, when the W, when the NBA, excuse me, was in its 26th season, we weren't around. Right. So we didn't see all of these, I guess for lack of a better term, growing pains. Mm -hmm. Right. We didn't see this. We didn't see the struggle for relevance and, and, and all of those things, the disrespect and people wondering if the league will make it. Is the sport interesting enough? Are the players good enough? We didn't see all of this. Mm -hmm. And and so we are, as much as it's a struggle and as much as it's unfortunate, it's also interesting because it gives a good snapshot into what people think about women. Right. Right. What people think about Black women as well. Um, so we're here to talk about the WNBA and women's college basketball Twitter was on fire yesterday as it should have been mm -hmm. because a reporter asked Kim Mulkey who is now coaching at LSU and that was a big deal for her to go and coach at LSU because that was she is from Louisiana so that was essentially a homecoming for her mm -hmm. um has a ton of success as a player at Louisiana Tech um and, and she's a legend in the state. She's a legend in women's basketball from a coaching perspective. And she was also a really good player. She has also throughout her career made noise for a lot of the positions that she's taken as it relates to things that happen from a societal standpoint and the things that impact a lot of the players that look like you and I, that she has coached, that she has become very successful coaching Right. And and, you know, this one's in that line as well. When a reporter asked her to give some sentiments on Brittany Griner and what's going on with BG mm -hmm. and, and the reporter essentially said, I would like to get your thoughts on this. And she said, no, you won't. Right. 
and it was the way she said it too. I'm gonna I'm play the clip. And how would you describe that process of, of putting that collective group together? And then too, I just wanted to get your thoughts on on Brittany Griner's situation. And uh, I don't think I've seen anything from you on that. And just can you and you won't. That? I'll answer the first one for you. Her whole face, her body language, her tone just was complete and utter disgust. Absolutely, it mm-hmm. was. And let's let's you know, Cadet Gang. If you're not familiar with this story, let's lay the, the backdrop here. Brittany Griner is the greatest pl- uh, basketball player in the history of Baylor basketball. She's yeah. the number one bar none best player to ever play at Baylor. That's including men's basketball. Right. Let's be for real. Yep. Right. Brittany Griner and RG3 are the reasons that are the positive reasons that Baylor sports were were on the landscape. Because mm-hmm. let's talk about what happened at Baylor. Mm-hmm. There was a player on the men's basketball side. There was a player yeah. that was killed by another player. Yes. And the men's basketball coach covered it up or mm-hmm. attempted to cover it up. That's one thing that happened. This is before BG and RG3 were on campus. But this is what they this is the climate that they got on campus while the residue of that event was still going on. Right. Right. Second thing that's happened at Baylor's campus as well, having issues with sexual assault. Yes. That seems to be rampant among schools. We all know what happened at Penn State as well. Um, right. But, you know, it's not, I'm going to let you continue. I don't, I don't, I'm going to let you finish. I won't sound right. like Kanye. I'm going to let you finish. But it's, <laughs> for her to have this level of, of, like I said, contempt for Brittany for a very specific reason, while being willfully ignorant to the atmosphere that she was once a coach in is mind boggling to me, but go ahead. Cause I don't, you know, I know a lot of people might've either forgotten about that or, or truly don't know, because this is a, also a thing that we've seen. It's glossed over. It, it's in a headline for like a couple minutes, i.e. your boy Brett Favre needs to be in jail. That got a, a little subtitle, right? It didn't right. get a whole headline, but that's what happens with, you know, when you have melanin deficient people who do wrongdoings who are in the spotlight, they just get a little blurb. Right. And then right. it goes away. <laughs> right. So, so you have that situation going on where they were covering it up and, and this is um, in, in football and the coach was eventually dismissed. And, um, and Kim Mulkey said, if there's any, if anybody has something bad to say about Bailey, you should punch them in the face. Um, so she said that, and Let's bring it back home, how it's tied to how Brittany and, and Kim Mulkey are tied. Brittany Griner was the best player on a team that went 40-0. She helped Kim Mulkey win her first national championship in women's basketball at Baylor. Again, the greatest player to ever play there. Her jersey has, has, isn't retired. And this university has said something to the effect of she had to graduate. Well, Brittany has graduated. Mm-hmm. Her jersey still isn't retired. Her and Kim were very estranged, which made Brittany be estranged from the university. Mm-hmm. And and so now you fast forward to now and in the two final fours under, under Brittany Griner as well, in addition to that national championship, there are two final fours. 
Um, and now when she's asked to give some sentiments on that, and let's be clear, even if she didn't want to get into her political affiliations, she just could have offered some support and love. And she did not. And I think that's the thing that I <clears throat> found most troubling. Um, I think the Brittany Griner situation is is heart wrenching. And I think that if you're if you're not capable to if you're incapable of feeling pain in that situation, feeling distress in that situation, um, feeling some empathy in that situation, you have a level of evil in, in you. Um, because I think that two things can be true at the same time. I think that you can feel some type of way about the lifestyle that Brittany is leading, um, her orientation. You can feel some type of way about that. But you can also understand that this is a human being in a situation that she should not be in. And you can feel empathy about that. I think those things can be true at the same time. And if you are the type of person that it can't be true at the same time, then I think there's a level evil of evil in your spirit. And you just can't change my mind about that because the more I go on Twitter and I see it's a very specific type of person that has this level of contempt for Brittany Griner. And it's for very specific reasons. And I think that that's just flat out evil. It's crazy to see because, you know, as this relates to women's basketball, because as we said, we are going to talk about women's basketball, professional and college. Um, you started seeing players in the W speak out. Mm -hmm. And these were, whether it's experienced players, whether it's Shakira Austin in her first, just finished her first year, one of the best rookies, one of the best mm -hmm. young mm -hmm. players in the league. She's actually representing Team USA as they're playing in FIBA World Cup. And yep. they just had a blowout victory yes. where they won by almost 100, right? Yeah, which is like, okay, okay, we, we see y'all. Stop, stop. Right, right, <laughs> right. Do your thing. And, 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 you know, we need to make sure that they are getting recognized for that because they are doing an incredible job of representing this country. Right. Right. And, and um, as I say that... Um, she, Shakira Austin, Dana Evans, there's been a lot of talk, and I'm going to add some drops in technology on this track, given the fact that I was recruited. But I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, they said, Enrique Agubawale, all were saying, be careful, parents, be careful who you send your kids to when you are making a college choice. Absolutely. And they are making reference to this situation. Mm -hmm. So no, and, and, and Shakira Austin in, in so many words is saying, make sure and make certain that these coaches that come into your living room and tell you that they care about your development as a human being and tell you that they care about you outside of basketball, Make sure they tell them the truth, right? right. Mm -hmm. Let me hear your thoughts on that. And what do you think about the women in the W stepping up? So I was thinking about this before we got on there and I was like, okay, how am I going to tiptoe? Y'all know that's my thing. I'd be trying to tiptoe through the tulips. Yeah, I'm simply not going to do that. I do not think, and I've said this for a long time, and I'm not just talking about college. I'm talking about, I do not think that our children... And I'm not saying this to offend anybody. If you're offended, that's a, a you thing. And I'm I, I don't I'm not going to try to help you with that. I don't think our children should be educated 
are coached by white people. That is, that is my personal belief, because I think that what we what we're seeing throughout our country, we've seen people don't want to talk about critical race theory because it, they think it's going to make white people feel bad about this systemic and longstanding. Well, you should feel bad about that number one, and you should want to teach young people about that. So perhaps they can do better than their parents and their grandparents and their great grandparents have done. The fact that you don't want it taught just shows that you are cool with the status quo. And I think that, um, and I'm speaking from personal experience, you know, going to a predominantly white school, what you do learn instead of learning your own personal history, you learn how to assimilate into a history that is not your own. You don't learn how to be proud of your culture or your history. You learn how to dumb it down so white people are comfortable. And mm -hmm. so I think that once you start doing that as a child, it just becomes easy. And what I think is, is it's when you're talking about leadership and, and, you know, people are, Black people are excited that there's this Black Little Mermaid. White people are mad about it. But the thing is, is we need better representation than a Little Mermaid. We do need our young people to have coaches, teachers, professors that they look up to that can shape their future. Because I can tell you, there's got to be a mind trip when this is the woman that you look up to and you know that there are very specific reasons why she, she has disdain in her heart for Brittany Griner. Because I can tell you for facts, Brittany Griner wasn't the only gay person on that team. No. <laughs> no. But Brittany Griner was the best and she was black. So she's got three strikes against her, you know, when it comes to this woman. So I, I am just, you know, and again, and I, and I know people are going to say, well, that's racist. First of all, black people can't be racist. Um, we could be prejudiced. So if you're going to call me something, use the right term. And I'm not saying I'm prejudiced, but what I'm saying is, I just have such love for our people. And I know that when push comes to shove, it's very rare that we are supported in the way that white kids are supported when push comes to shove for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm just tired of seeing it. And I think that there's enough of us that are in these coaching positions, whether it's an HBCU or any other school, there are enough options that we can put our black kids in black situations where they're appreciated. And I think that should be the goal going forward. I, I know for me, as a recruit, as an athlete that's recruited, that's been recruited, um, all of us look for the situations to that will maximize our abilities to try and become a professional. Mm -hmm. um, some, all of us, or a lot of us also are looking for the best situations from an academic uh, perspective as well. And when you are a recruitable athlete, it is incumbent upon you to have people around you that because it's an, an incredible process. It can be overwhelming. Oh, I'm sure. But you have to have people around you that make you go through this process devoid of emotion or with the, the least amount of emo emotion as possible. Mm. Because when you make emotional decisions, you don't make decisions not only are they not logical, but you don't make that from a position of power. 
which is why when a school walks into your house and you say, I've been a fan of coach and this school my entire life, you've just given away your leverage. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Mm -hmm. There are very few times in life, you know, I always talk about nuance, balance, yeah. and leverage. Mm -hmm. There are very few times in life where you have leverage. Because let's be honest with you, there are very few billionaires in the world, right? Yep. So the person that has the resources has the leverage. So Good there point, are very yeah. so there are very few times in life where you have leverage. And back to your point about training, we don't get trained to learn how to operate when you have leverage. So these schools come in and they tell you things. And if you're very emotional about it, you've given away all your leverage and you are approaching this situation and making a business decision. Because whether that is a division three school, an NAI school, a junior college, or a division one highest level Baylor University playing in the big 12, the highest level of college basketball, this is a business decision because whether you're going on to be a, prof a professional or not, this is a damn job because they're paying for your school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? So think about this. How many times in life do you apply for a job, right? And you got multiple suitors competing for your services. How many times in life do you do that? So if you, I think one of the things that we have to make sure that, again, even though you are an athlete that's playing basketball at the highest level, um, especially when you start looking at it from women's basketball, a women's basketball perspective, this isn't going to be a seven to eight month stop because they're, they aren't one and dones. Right. You're going to be on this campus for the bare minimum of three years. So you have to give thought to what this coach stands for that I'm going to play for, what this university stands for that I'm going to play for. Because what you can't do is choose a faith-based institution and then get mad when they start faith-based institutioning, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Right. But I, I still think uh, faith based or no, again, Brittany was not the only gay person on that team, you know, so she was the best person on that team who also happened to be gay and black. So I think that, yes, I agree with you. You can't get mad when Mormons start Mormoning or Christians start Christianing. You can't get mad about that because you already know who right. they are. Right. as a university i think though and and still i think this is one of the reasons why people have a problem with religion because religion or no this is still a human being mm -hmm. and the fact that you can be so dismissive of her and then hide behind your religion is disgusting i i hear you and i hear you loud and clear um Queen Egbo, who also played at Baylor, was on the WNBA All-Rookie Team. Great. Played in Indiana, Indiana this year with Melissa Smith, 
who I've talked about, Nalisa Smith, who I've talked about a lot as one of my favorite players as a big. And they play together at Baylor. They're playing together in Indiana right yep. now. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen Egbo literally said on Twitter, I got time today. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And she was talking about making sure that the people, and, and, and I'm saying this, because Queen Egbo, guess who she, not only did she play at Baylor, guess who she played for at Baylor? Kim Mulkey. Kim, yeah. Right? And she also said, and was echoing the sentiments of making sure you choose people that care about you. And again, as you say, I, I, complete, I completely agree with you. Because let's put it in the, in the, in the context of parenting. I'm a parent. I love my daughter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Shout out to Jordan Williams. Yes. Um, I'm sure there'll be things in life that she will do. Hell, there are things in life that she does right now, being mm-hmm. a, a little girl, that I'm like, Jordan, you shouldn't have done that. Right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that I don't love her. Doesn't mean that I don't care about her. And so when you ask these questions and you're demanding of, of, we have to be more demanding and understanding that you have the leverage, not the coach, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because their livelihood depends on if you come and represent that university. Right. So choose places that will choose you. And, and, and for me, Here's what I'll say about Kim Mulkey. I've never sat in on the Kim Mulkey recruiting trip. Never sat in the living room with her. Never. So I don't know what she says to parents. But what she says outward and how she moves outward, outwardly, she is not doing anything now that is not on brand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is what she does. Mm-hmm. This is what she stands for. This is how she makes her stance. So for me, and she has one of the best recruiting classes in the country at LSU right now. Mm -hmm. Right? And so if that's how she moves and that's what she does, here's my thing. If you are totally going into this as this is a business decision, then go into it as a business decision and don't have any expectation from her from from any other perspective. I got no problem with that. Right? I have no problem with people having, sometimes, Jay, it's not a matter of common friends or common enemies, it's common interests. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. once those common interests have been satisfied, we move on. Right. I don't have any issue with that. But if you sit in somebody's living room and you say that I care about this person as a person, and I want to continue to see them grow. And I'm going to do everything in my, po- in my power to, for them to grow. And I'm going to support them through everything. If that's the recruiting pitch that you're delivering, and then you don't do that, I have a real problem with that. But I think it has to be. Because, mm-hmm. yes, we're thinking about Brittany Griner, the adult, but... Kim knows her as Brittany Griner, the kid. 
She's yes. a child. She's a teenager. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have to go into this as a coach. You're coaching children, whether they go professional or not, you are shaping how they view the future, how they move through the future. You're the leader in that for them at that time. Their parents are not going to be nine times out of 10. The parents aren't even going to be in the same state. So mm -hmm. you are the adult figure in their life. So again, I, I think that's why everyone's so up in arms about this, because even if the parents went into this as this is the best business decision for our daughter, even if Brittany went into it as this is the best business decision to get me to the next juncture in my life, you, this is still an individual that you are going to lean on. Yes. Yes. I agree wholeheartedly with that. So everything you're saying what you're saying in terms of those decisions that you make and how you're doing it, I, I don't have, I'm not objecting to that. What I'm saying is when you are making that decision, put a little more thought into that decision mm -hmm. and, and, and not get mad when Kim Mulkey and when Kim Mulkey is Kim, Kim Mulkey. Right. <laughs> right. Like mm -hmm. that, that's my thing. She has demonstrated who she is publicly. I know who she is. Mm -hmm. She's demonstrated that on multiple occasions. We are often, I can tell you this, there are coaches that are very fiery like that and very, and I've said this to you offline. I'm going to say this online that will get into a player's face and they'll do all those things. And there are parents that say, oh, they're just, we send our kids there because they're getting them ready for the professional ranks. Newsflash, professional coaches can't act like that mm -hmm. because the players make more than the coaches. Right. We need to do a better job of understanding our leverage as it goes into this business of professional and collegiate sports. I agree with that. I still think that in order for us to understand that we have the leverage, we have to create a habit of, con we need to be our first option. I think the lack of understanding that we have the leverage comes from the mindset that we need them. And that's not necessarily the case. So I still think that this is a cultural, a longstanding cultural issue that now we have to talk about how she's behaving and how, what that means for other kids, you know, specifically black kids. When I think the real issue is we, as a people need to start seeing value in us, start building up ourselves yes. so that the only option isn't some white lady who's going to hide behind her religion about how she feels about a little gay black girl. That that's what I think. In a way we're saying the same, same things thing, in terms yeah. of understanding when you have leverage, mm -hmm. right? And, and when these coaches come into your living room, like interview them the same way they would interview you. Yep. Right. They, they say when you're doing your things on the floor, when you're doing your things from a character perspective, you have to do things a certain way to earn the right to represent that university. Mm -hmm. Right. That's how they say it. that's what essentially what we are scouting and not only scouting your talents, but scouting your character. What we are saying is, are your character, your, you know, basketball character, basketball IQ, personal character. I'm a, a 
your talent as well. I'm evaluating, are you worthy enough to represent us? Yeah. Right? Well, we should also be looking at those schools and, and those coaches. Are you worthy enough to earn my representation? Right. And 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 I don't think we we go about it that way. Mm-hmm. We we go about it in a way that where we where we I'm just so happy that you're here. And and again, we give all of this energy to something that looks at you like an option. Right. Because there are coaches that are out there that especially coach at the highest level. And some of them will be honest and they will tell you, you know what? I understand why you're coming to this school and you understand why you're coming to this school. So because you're coming to this school to get to the highest level as quickly as possible, let's work to get you there as quickly as possible. Right. And that's all this is. Yep. And and when you choose who you're entering into that relationship with, know what they stand for and 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 when they show you what they stand for don't be surprised exactly so connect game we are going to wrap this up again we appreciate you for allowing us to be your plug to the WNBA world and the women's basketball world we're going to be your plug to HBCU sports and women's basketball also So continue to look for us as we talk about those things and that'll be coming your way pretty, pretty soon. You all stay safe out there. Keep having those uncomfortable conversations because y'all, we got to get better.